Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you gave it a go. You gave it a go. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know what, man? I'm hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit today, Bob. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's not good, actually, but that's good. It sounds like it's good. Yeah, 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 it works. It works for the most part. I think we've had this conversation before, though. If I find a hair in my biscuit, that's a very, very bad thing to me. You know what? Sometimes you just got to eat a hair and make you feel a little better. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> All right, Adam, we got a day of sports today, man. We got a lot of stuff going on. Major League Baseball is getting ready to start. So we obviously have to do our picks. Uh, maybe make a bet. I don't know. Um, um, I I know guaranteed whatever our bet was for basketball, I lost because I'm sure I took the Lakers and LeBron hung it up because he's sick and tired of this team and the team officially isn't in the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to miss that. Speaking of that, LeBron came out and said on Twitter, I'm shut down for the year. Yeah, so he hung it up for the rest of the year. Do you know what day he said that on? No idea. April 1st. I thought it was a joke. You thought it was a joke. No, sir. <laughs> nope. That is not an April Fool's. My man, my man, uh, he only plays if there's a chance for playoffs. So right, there's no reason else to even be playing for him because there's no there's nothing else for an old man like that to do. So why not hang it up? Get yourself ready for next year and uh move on from there. So the Lakers grossly underachieved this year, obviously. What is and and by the way. They're still using that playing game, so the top ten teams have an opportunity yeah. in each conference to yeah. make the playoffs. That's how bad the Lakers season ended up. What do you think needs to happen for this Lakers team to to play to their potential, or, or I, to not be so to make the playoffs and to be a top two or three seed? Well, like we, I gotta, I gotta tell you, man, the the hardest thing to watch this. The, I think the biggest thing this year has been. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is the guy who's supposed to be this torch is supposed to be passed to. He's he's supposed to be the star on this team. LeBron James is still playing like an MVP. He shouldn't have to be playing like an MVP every night. He should be great and should be an all-star and should be, you know, a, a top 10 player in the league, but Anthony Davis is supposed to be that guy who is uh, uh, Kevin Durant or 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 um, James Harden. He's supposed to be that guy putting those kind of numbers up on a consistent basis. But the only thing consistent about Anthony Davis is that he's made of glass and the guy sits on the bench with a T-shirt and a, or whatever, a Louis Vuitton pants and, and a, uh, I don't know, Mary Kay, Mary Kay T-shirt or something. <laughs> that's what I think. I truly believe that's what hurt them this year because, I mean, say what you want about Russ. I don't think that's the reason they are where they are. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, you just can't carry a team. You can only carry so many teams for so long if you're LeBron James. And he's done it with worse teams. I get it. But he's also older. It catches up to you, man. It's going to catch up to you. You can't – you physically cannot do that all the time. Tiger Woods physically cannot – do certain things right did there's it's just it, no matter the older you get it's just how it works and we'll get to tiger woods a little bit later because you know me masters week i'm super stoked about tiger uh we'll talk about that later but i don't know that's what i got on the lakers i don't have a lot 
I don't have a lot to talk about. The Lakers aren't going to be in the playoffs. They're literally, they literally mean nothing in the NBA right now. And yet we're starting the day off with it. Isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah. I mean, when, when the guy that's been the best player in the league for, for the last 15, 20 years, uh, you know, is on the team and they have at some point, two of the other guys that were top five players in the league at, at some point in their careers. Yeah. I, you're kind of, kind of going to talk about them, but uh, I, I agree with you though. I think number one is they have to be on the court at the same time. They, they didn't play very many games together. Um, you, you would think though, that even with when each one of them was in and LeBron played more than AD did, but you still have Russell Westbrook and LeBron or Russell Westbrook and AD. Yeah. And Carmelo and a couple other guys that they that they added to that they thought were going to be good pieces here. And Carmelo was a good piece. If you look at Carmelo's numbers and his, uh, what do they call that? Your, what, what, it's like your your over under or something like that. Plus it's like minus. Plus minus. There you go. His plus minus is probably the best on the team. Well, maybe outside of LeBron, obviously, but I bet you his plus minus is better than anybody else on that team. Maybe. Yeah. And he's he's. he's a- fit into his role very well that's the thing he, he when he got on with the trailblazers uh, a couple years ago or whatever he finally got that where he he knows he's not going to be the number one option even the number two option or the number three option and, yeah and well and, he was here in the for the lakers there for a while but yeah uh, but but he's it seems like he's okay with that now although i'm sure he's less okay with it, it when they're struggling so bad yeah. but if they're winning if everybody's on the floor at the same time and they're winning I'm sure he'd be happy with that. Yeah. You know, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, there's always next year. Always next year. Another good thing that I, that I liked about the Lakers not making it is that the San Antonio Spurs have, have been on uh, a a great streak to end the season and they snuck into that 10 spot. So I love this. I love when the Spurs get a chance. I mean, are they going to win anything in the playoffs? Nah, but opportunity to, to maybe play a first round game. They're there. Yep. They're there. How long's pop got left? This is probably it. This year or next year, I would yeah. I would think one or two. And does so does that mean Timmy D's taking over or is that girl taking over? Is she going to be the first head coach in in, Be- in the NBA? Becky Hammond got got a job in the WNBA as a oh, head my coach. Man. See, I don't even and, know. Any of this. And Tim Duncan's not he, he's not on the bench anymore. He's not he's not. Holy cow! Me. This I'm going to tell you. I'll be completely honest. This I'm usually a huge NBA guy and watched a ton of NBA. I have watched very little this year. Maybe it's because the Lakers sucked most of the year but i've i really have not watched a lot of nba this year i there's you know parker watches it loves when the lakers are playing and he watched the lakers bucks game i recorded it for him he he loves the the lakers golden state whenever lebron is playing another superstar he loves those games but outside of just you know little bits and pieces man i have not seen too much basketball this year i've seen a lot less of it too to be honest with you I missed a lot. Most of the most of the NCAA tournament, I missed. Yeah, just got a lot of other stuff going. I tell you, man, we're getting older. We got a lot of there. We we you know, there's a lot more responsibilities that we have, man. I used to be able to take that NCAA that first weekend of the tournament off and just watch basketball for four days. That's all I would do. I would go to bed when the last game was over, and I'd wake up an hour before the first game started. And that's all I did. It was basketball for four straight days. And I mean, the first, the first day I didn't see a single game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end, I, I watched the last, the, the last four games of the night. Same. I watched those. Same for me. Yeah. That's that happened to me too. And, and when the late games come on, whether it's NBA or college, 
I'm like, when it's coming on and it's 9 30, 10, 10 30, almost 11 o'clock in some cases, I'm like, God, please be a blowout early so I can feel better about going to bed. So I yeah. can turn this thing so off. I can turn it off. So speak, close, though. speaking of that, so let's get into the NCAA tournament, right? So uh, the Kansas Jayhawks win the NCAA tournament. However, this game started at 9 30. Yeah. I fell asleep. I, I put the kids to bed. Uh, I lay in bed with them for a little bit. I fell asleep. I woke up, came down. It was halftime. So first off, staying up to watch it is difficult to, enough, 930. And if you are watching it and all of a sudden you see that North Carolina is up by 15 at half, how many people turned that off and went, and went to bed at halftime? That was a game, though, that, I, I mean, yeah, that was a game that, you still felt, at least I did. I still felt like Kansas is not the, the game's not over. Right? We talked. We about, talked we about it during during halftime. Yeah. yeah, and and I think we both agreed that Kansas has a big run in them. Somewhere. You knew they had a run in them. Yeah. They're too good of a team not to have a run. And it wasn't even I can't say that guy's name, Ashabi or I, it, whatever. Oh yeah, it's not. It wasn't even him. In fact, to start that second half, when they went on that on that fourteen to seven run to start the first half or whatever it was. He missed four free throws. And apparently he's a 78, 80% free throw shooter. He missed four free throws in that run. And I remember thinking, man, that they, they if this dude, this is their number one player. This is the, you know, the number one pick in the NBA draft. And he can't hit a free throw for the in the biggest game of his life. And he's the best free throw shooter on well, maybe not the best, but he's a good free throw shooter. They're gonna lose this game to North Carolina, even though they're making a comeback at the time. I then I have to admit. I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up a couple times and I'm like, it got, I, I fell asleep when they were, they were, they took, I think when they tied it the first time, which was like just after the first, um, the first TV timeout. So it was like 13 or sorry, it was like 15, 14, 15 minutes into the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that into the second half and they tied it and I fell asleep and I kept waking up here and there and I woke up and I, Got to see the last 20 seconds, which was the craziest 20 seconds in the entire world. Uh, but McCormick, I think they basically just put that ball in his hands and he said, I'm not losing today. You don't understand. We're, we're, I'm not losing this game. He took the ball and he put the game in his hands, on his shoulders, literally those big, monstrous shoulders that he has. And, uh, and, he, and he won it for him. I mean, he, he hit the last game. He hit the game-winning bucket. 20 seconds left. They're up by whatever. What was it? They're up by, uh, was it two at the time or three? What did they win by? They won by three. three. Yeah. yeah. So they're up by three. And then there's 20 seconds left. You're thinking quick shot foul. The longest 20 seconds in the finals of a game that where, where there wasn't multiple possessions. It was one possession at 20 seconds. And good night. That was insane. Yeah. North Carolina got every chance. Yeah, man. Uh, that, uh, God, you kind of, you feel like, you feel bad for the North Carolina kids because they looked so good in the first half. And and as a matter of fact, the first like three or four possessions, I was like, man, Kansas might blow them out because they looked so good on defense. And then Carolina went on a big run basically for the rest of the half. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, I don't know. And then we talked about it. Kansas still has some left in them. I think it's still going to be a close game. Again, thinking, but if it's not, if Carolina goes up by 25 or 30, I might be heading to sleep. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> but it was, I mean, I was glad they came back for the national championship game, man. That's the, that's the time 
that you're going to stay up. I want to, I want to stay up. I'm okay. I'm going to suffer the next day, but that's the game. I want to be the best one. Yeah. And it was really good. It was great. great. It was a great game from that. I missed. Have you ever done the thing where, where you're sitting on the couch, all the lights are out, just the TV's on and you're just sitting there and, and you take the pillow from the couch and you go, well, I'm going to watch the rest of this game while I'm just laying here (laughs) instead of sitting. That was the mistake I made. That was the second my head hit that pillow. I was out like a light. Let me tell you, I'm. It's 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 interesting you say that. I am not a lights off TV watcher. Oh, real quick, by any means, I am not as well. However, the kids were sleeping, and the light for the living room is the hall light. It's connected to the hall light upstairs as well. So I keep that off so it doesn't have light shining in the kids' room. That's the only reason the lights were off. Well, because I turn lights. Everybody in my house can do anything with lights off except for me. I walk around, turn every light in the house on. I'm that guy. I, me too. I, every light in my house is on. <laughs> every light. And then everybody hates the. My wife hates it. She turn, runs behind me, turns every light off. But I should. She'll be sitting. It'll be the middle of the day. Light coming in from the windows, and she's reading a book or something like that. And I will go. How do you read in the dark? And I turn the light on. She's like, the sun's like, yeah, but there's no light. I need a light. Like the light should still be on. Turn the light on. We got electricity for a reason, right? I mean, Benjamin Franklin found electricity and Thomas Edison gave us this beautiful thing called a light bulb. Use them, man. A 100% agree. 100%. I I'm lights on. I I've like dated people before that, that want to, you know, you turn on the show or a movie or something like that lights off. Oh God. Every time yeah. I'm like, come on, man, we got to turn the lights. on. <laughs> I, I'm a lights on guy. I'm a lights on guy all the time. Um, I will, I will always try to remember to turn a light off as I'm leaving a room. If I'm not coming back I, in, I'm terrible at that. I try to remember to do that, but I'm terrible at that. Once in a while though, I will, I'll walk into another room and then like into, into another room after that and see a room down the hall. That's still on from when I was yeah. in before. I'm like, Oh man, I forgot. Then I go turn that off. But, uh, and, and once in a while I will come home. Uh, I'll be gone all day long. I'll come home, see a light on. I'm like, I left that light on. I wasn't home all day and it was light out and I left the light on. That doesn't bother me at all. That doesn't bother me. At- if it's one, I, I always keep, actually, I always keep a, a light in the living room on whether I'm like all night. I always do. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a light guy. I'll tell you. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm out of town once a week. I go to bed with the lights on. It don't bother me one bit. I fall asleep right there. The lights on and I'll turn the TV off. Keep the lights on. I don't care. I do too. Mostly because mostly because I'm scared of the dark. Me too. I, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same. We have talked about this. I'm the same. And yes, I will sleep. I will fall asleep. Usually Friday and Saturday nights. I will watch television in my living room. Lights are on. And but once I go horizontal mm-hmm. once i'm putting my head on the pillow i know it's not very long not very much longer out i'm out yep it don't take much for me man i'm getting old i'm out of shape i'm larger than i ever was before which makes me a little lazier than i ever was before which also means that my i fall asleep way faster than i ever did before that's the best part about it though that's right? <laughs> the greatest part oh. about being a big boy now but i'll tell you what I tell you what, I tell you, you know, it used to, it got to the point there for a while where I had some buddies that would tell me, man, you got to make a decision. You can't be, you can't be fat and skinny at the same time. You got to make a decision which one you're going to be. I made the decision, but I made that decision. <laughs> when I hit 220, Danny made that decision. I have a friend I've known for 25 years or something like that. And 
he's like that. He's, I won't see him or even talk to him sometimes for six months. And then I'll talk to him. We'll set something up. We'll go out one night or something like that. So once in a while, he's fat. Once in a while, he's skinny. <laughs> Never know who I'm going to see. Never know you're going to see when you catch up with him, right? <laughs> yep. It is what it is, man. I, I know he's going to be a little more fun when he's when he's fat. <laughs> and uh, But he's going to be healthier, and I'm happy for him when he's skinny. Yep. So it's whatever. You know? There you go. It is what it is. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, to be fat and skinny all over again. <laughs> all right. So that's Lakers. Let's talk about Tiger before we get into our baseball picks. Let's what do you think? It. Tiger Woods shows up on Sunday, the Sunday before the Masters, to play around. Uh, there's a lot of talk. Why? Well, Tiger just showed Tiger's here. Tiger got there on Sunday. And you start hearing all these people talk about the only people that come on Sunday are people that are playing. Right. That's the only time anybody comes on Sunday is if you're planning on playing in the Masters. And they're like, well, Tiger can't play like it's been a year and like a day or whatever, however long it's been since his leg was being held on with a toothpick and a crazy straw. Mm -hmm. I mean, they literally said that they were going to they might have had they might have had to amputate. I mean, that's not a joke. The doctor like they came out and said they were close to having to amputate his leg. The crazy straw thing was a joke. It was a good one, too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so the toothpick, too. I mean, they might have used the toothpick. Good. I don't know. But so Sounds like MacGyver put his leg back in. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows how long that dude was in that ditch? Who knows? Maybe MacGyver did come in there and give him a little hand. <laughs> so anyway, um, so so Tiger shows up, and they're like, there's no reason. It has to be. There it must be some kind of media thing he's doing. There must be something going on. Goes out, plays nine holes. Monday, plays, I think he played 27 on, or he played 18 or 27 on Monday. I can't remember. Either way, whatever it is, my man's been playing. And he says that he is going to play. He is, his body is recovering. The swelling goes down every night. He, the, he's got a whole team there with him. Trust me, I bet he's got 30 doctors in there with him and they're keeping the swelling down in his leg. Uh, watching him walk around the last couple of days doesn't look, I, I don't see a noticeable limp. I don't see a limp at all. He's walking. I watched him walk down a hill. Look good. That was his big thing. He's been playing golf, but he was nervous about walking. He didn't know how much he could take. Tiger Woods, when Tiger Woods is playing golf, golf is just a little different. Yeah. Way more people watch it for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, you, this, there's, so, does it surprise you that Tiger's playing in the in the Masters? A little bit. A little bit. At first, I was like, oh, okay, Tiger's playing. And then I, I forgot how bad the accident was. Yeah. And Because uh, I think you were the one that reminded me, like, yeah, it's not been that long, and it was a really severe yeah. injury. and Complete um, re- reconstructive surgery on his knee. Yeah. And, and mostly it was cosmetic. He just wanted a, a knee job. Um, so you he know, got, sometimes you gotta get a little silicone in there. He got, yeah. He just got some, uh, got a couple of pumps in there and, and it's a good looking knee now. Boy. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep your eyes off, man. I think as he walks, that thing's moving back and forth. I'll tell you what, yeah. he, he, his knee wiggles just the right way. Right. That's right. So it's uh, still pretty firm though. Now, I mean, it's still, there's still, it's still a fresh knee job. So it's, it's nice and firm. It's, it looks good. It looks good. It um, feels like the real thing. <laughs> So I saw him a couple times. You, there's videos of him. You watch. He's got pulls his shorts up, and he's like, "No, seriously, feel them. They feel like the real thing." <laughs> Neevage, <laughs> Neevage. I like it. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, Adam's <laughs> like, okay. We're done with this. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
But anyway, yes, Tiger is playing. I'm not, I'm not a huge golf guy like you are, but I, um, I might watch some of this and, and I might watch a little bit just because it's the masters anyway, but I might be a little more inclined because Tiger's going to play and it will be interesting to see, especially on the first day before he, before he gets, you know, 20 or 25 strokes behind the leader or whatever. So 50, 50 is the number is the cut. Okay. So Friday, you got to be in the top 50. Uh, after ties and stuff like that, it's usually around 55 to six, 55 to 60, somewhere in that number. Okay. Can he make that? Can he make, do you think Tiger, Tiger Woods has only not made the cut at the masters one time. And it was when he was still an amateur in 96 and he came back and won the whole thing in 97. So I think the the thing is he's, I don't think he's going to put himself in the position if he doesn't think he can do it. I mean, he, he would not be playing right now if he didn't think he could do it. Yeah. If he thinks he's not healthy enough to make the cut, he's not healthy enough to play good enough golf to make the cut. He wouldn't bother. With he's it. too competitive. Tiger's too competitive of a guy, I think, to do that. Yeah. I mean, is the is the competitive spirit driving him to do it? Maybe he's not quite ready and he's driving to do him. Or is it be, or is he so competitive that he's like, I know I'm not going to be good enough to win, so I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. I don't know, man. I'm, nothing surprises me with Tiger anymore. There's zero, when he came back and won that Masters uh, a few. I don't even. I guess it's been 2018 now. 19. I don't even remember when it was now. When he came back and won that after all the back surgeries and everything he had there, I'm, I mean, we talked about it here. I cried like a baby after he walked off and gave his kids a hug and all that yeah. stuff. It's the coolest thing in the world seeing that. And and. I, nothing surprises me with Tiger anymore. I could totally, I'm not going to come out here and say the Tiger's going to win this thing. But if he did, would it surprise me? No. Would it be this another unbelievable story in Tiger Woods' storied life? Yeah, it would be an insane chapter in his life, an ending to an insane chapter in his life to put on to the next chapter of whatever it is. But this, if I'm not mistaken, this is the shortest of all the majors. Right. So, so it's the, uh, uh, when, when I talk about that yardage wise, total yardage of the course is the shortest of all the majors. Okay. Tiger's still booming the ball, 320, 330. They were saying the last couple of days, you know, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's like 170, 170 or something like that is where his, where the ball speed's coming off at. And, and so it's, it's, it's in a, he's playing at an elite level in his practice rounds and he's, Able, he's going to be able to put himself in the best positions. He's played this golf course so many times, he knows exactly where to be at all times. And they're saying he's hitting balls straight. He's hitting that power cut that he does. He's he's everything that Tiger does well. He is able to. He's been able to do the last three days. That being said, tomorrow is Thursday. Tomorrow is the big day. For most people, I would say that changes the way you play. But for Tiger, I think Tiger stays as calm as ever. What he has nothing to lose right now. And if he's got good control of the ball, he knows this course better than anyone playing it right now in this Masters. <laughs> there's no reason to think Tiger can't be in contention at the end. I'm not saying he's winning, but I I there's no reason he wouldn't be in the top 10 at the end of the at the on Sunday. How many majors is he behind the record? Three, I think. Three or four, I don't know. Did it's you, a number. It's a big enough number to where he's getting older. To where it's starting to be. Mm, I don't know if it's going to happen anymore. 
Yeah, I, I think people started talking about that when he had the whole thing with his wife and all that kind of stuff. And he came the back, back surgeries and, were the big one. The back yeah. surgery was the big thing. When he when he started having all these back issues before the first back it, back surgery is when he kind of started slowing down. Playing less tournaments, playing a lot, just a lot less. But yes, yeah, you're right. Because before that, people were like, okay, he's going to blow right past them and, and yeah. he's going to set the record and it's never going to be achievable again or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, he already has the wins record, which is still unbelievable. Okay. So um, aside from Tiger, who's the, number, who's the number one guy in the world right now? Uh, Scheffler, maybe? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Scotty Scheffler, or is it? Uh, oh, I want to say it's Scotty. Uh, all right, keep talking. What, are you, what was your question going to be? Is it uh, maybe it's Lee Trevino? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think he's dead, bud. Is he? Um, <laughs> gosh, I'm sorry. R.I.P. Lee. Uh, all right. Well, I, I just I, who who is I was right? Pick? It's Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Scotty Scheffler's number one. John Ram's number two. Are either of those Rom. guys your pick to win this thing? Uh, John Rom, I I love John Rom. I think that dude can walk out and win a tournament anytime. Scotty Scheffler is the number one golfer in the world right now. So obviously, yeah, I'm dude. I love the Tiger thing, right? Like I'm, I would love to pick Tiger, but uh, you know, the guy that I, the guy that I have been thinking was is on this precipice of jumping through and, and, and getting to that next level has been Justin Thomas for a while. He's been in the top five, sometimes top number one golfer, uh, in the world. And he also plays with, he, he, he belongs to the same country club as Tiger plays a lot of golf with Tiger. They, he's learned a lot from Tiger. Justin Thomas is, looks like he's 12 years old and the guy's unbelievable. I I'm going to take Justin Thomas in this. I think Justin Thomas wins it, but there's so many great golfers out there right now. John Rahm is, is as good as anybody. Scheffler's obviously he's number one in the world. Roy McIlroy was number one in the world until just the, it hasn't been that long since he lost that title. I mean, there's a lot of really good golfers that are there right now. Uh, Fuzzy Zeller, um, yeah, Greg Norman, let's see, Greg Norman, Freddie couples. Sure. Uh, yeah, I love. I, so, uh, what was the? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So talking golf with Adam is so difficult. It's like I now I know what when Joe Leonard wants to talk soccer with us, and we're just like, yeah, sure. Pele was really good, wasn't he? And it's like uh, I don't know anything about soccer, and you're not. You don't. You don't follow golf in any way, shape, or form. I love golf. I, I don't follow it as much as I did the last couple of years during. But because uh, it was basically the only sport being played, um, but I don't follow it as, as much as I as, as, as I'd like. But when it comes to the Masters this week, this weekend is my this is it's just it's just a fun weekend for me. This is it's what it's all about. This I, is what it's all about. I might I might watch a little. I, usually I end up watching a little bit of the Masters. I don't know how much I'll be able to see this this weekend because there's a lot going on. But I usually take customer out and we'll go have a lunch and, and you know kick back a couple cold ones while we're watching the masters is it a specifically a customer that you know is going to want to watch the masters well do i would you, never take anybody that? out yeah if i any uh, the tournament comes up i plan on who i'm taking out to lunch on the okay. tournament uh when when the masters is on on thursday and friday i plan on who i'm taking out to lunch yeah i'm not just gonna go hey guys let's go to lunch and then be like all right we're gonna sit here for an hour and a half at lunch two hours today and we're just gonna watch that tv and talk about it no nah, man i no, i definitely make sure that i have a plan call ahead. We'll call See, it a call ahead. I, I got you. And that's smart. Um, 
But I'll tell you, I would I would go sit for sit somewhere, eat some food, and just hang and chat, and and while and, and keep an eye on the Masters for a couple hours. I would do that. All right, what are you doing it's for lunch enough. tomorrow, Bob? <laughs> tomorrow? Yeah, working. <laughs> All right. I don't, are you working from home or are you working? Uh, you at the office? I will be at home tomorrow. All right. What are you doing for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> Same thing I always do, order DoorDash, spend 30, 35 bucks on a burger. And, uh, <laughs> dude, we, I pay for that DoorDash, uh, that deal for DoorDash, you know, where you get the, the dash pass, the dash pass. So do I, man, I, but the amount of money that you spend on food is, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't, I'm not saving any money. I don't know, man. I think you're usually saving at least two or three bucks every time. Yeah. But, on the delivery fee, but do you know how much more the food is? Yeah. It's like 10% more than maybe not 10%, oh, but it's pretty daggone close. There's a markup on just on the grub itself. Plus your tipping. And yep. Yeah. yeah. Plus the tip. It's so, it's so high. I know I spent so much money on that stuff. It's dumb. It's a dumb investment, but, um, I use it a lot. So it makes me feel better. Yeah. Than the, you know, that I'm, saving two dollars every time on a 25 dollar burger i my my father-in-law has a guy that he works with who gets doordash every single day and like the dude will get anything from wendy's cheeseburger to like outback steakhouse steak during the pandemic man when we were all at home i was at home by myself i was doing it every day i did i for for four or five months ordered a cinnamon roll because McDonald's brought the cinnamon roll back. I ordered two cinnamon rolls every day from McDonald's from DoorDash for four or five months. And spent $15. Yeah. That's insane. And then would order something else for lunch on DoorDash. And then sometimes for dinner as well. Sometimes for dinner as well. Yeah. And then I, I did that until I threw up one day and uh, I'd never ordered McDonald's again. Is that the truth? Yes. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I don't know, man. The McDonald's thing is, uh, dude, I can eat anything. I don't really care. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> you're I eat anything, hair on man. biscuits. You're eating hairy biscuits. Yeah, yeah, I eat a hairy biscuit. Uh, you, you know, you. I mean, if I if I got to, I just ask you to hock up a good loogie. I'll I'll eat a little uh, bit of that if I have to. I don't so care. Foul. That's a technical foul. Yeah, that might have been too far. <laughs> might have been too far. All right. Let's go to. By the way, my pick for uh for the Masters is um John Rom's brother. I don't know if you've ever seen him golf, but it's CD. All right. So that's my pick for the Masters. You have, did you say John Rom? I did. Pick? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It was uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. JT. 12 year old dude. Yeah. All right. Look, uh, uh, all we have now is, uh, what is it, baseball? Baseball, but let's get our baseball picks up. All right. So every year we do this and we pick the winners of each division. Uh, AKA who's going to make the playoffs in the win. Now there are three wild card teams in each, in each league. Um, so I always forget to go back and look at what our picks are. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm sure I've done very poorly in this, uh, most years, but we're excited about baseball. It, it's crept up on us. Like it has the last couple of years. I feel like, um, without a doubt. And especially now, I mean, but usually it starts like the day that, the NCAA tournament championship game is on. That was different this year. They're starting later because spring training started later because of the collective bargaining agreement, the lockout and everything. But it's here. It's here. We're going to have a full 162. They're going to jumble some games in there, some doubleheaders and some, you know, taking some off days away and that kind of thing. But 
That's what they got to do to make uh, some money. So that's what it's all about in the end. Chris, do you have who who do you have as your American League East? Do you want to start in the American League East? I should just ask. We you can that. start anywhere you want, but let's start in the American League East. Who do you like? to win that probably the best division in my opinion in the yeah, entire baseball. with yeah there's no doubt so uh the american league east is i mean like you said it might be the best division in all of baseball so you have uh yankees you've got the red sox you've got the rays uh is toronto what yeah toronto i mean that's it that, there you go all four of those are probably top 10 teams in baseball right now yeah and then you have the orioles but don't worry about that so they're going to be bad again. Let's play around with this, right? Let's mess around. I uh, let's. I think a lot of people are doing it anyway, but it's it's hard not to take the Yankees or the Red Sox just because it's the Yankees and the Red Sox and they win it every year. But the Rays and the Blue Jays, I believe, in most power rankings, are actually higher rated higher than both of them. Uh, I love, I love um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But, but I'm going to take the Rays. Okay. I'm going to take the Rays. They, you know, a couple of years ago when, during the, during the pandemic, they had the, the, the great run one world series and all that fun stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the Rays in the East. I think I'm going to go with, uh, I guess we'll do it this way. We'll just, yeah, let's go back and forth. That sounds good to me. I'm going to go with the blue Jays, but I'm, I'm telling you it's, it's really tough. Uh, because I, the Rays are, I, I the Rays are one of those teams. I, they have no household names really. Even after they want, I mean, you know, so you know some people, but especially their pitching staff, they keep doing the same thing. They yeah. get a guy who who's unbelievable, some young kid that you don't know about, and he's unbelievable, or maybe he's just a prospect or whatever you've heard of him before. But he comes up and pitches his brains out, and then. And they get two or three other guys doing the same thing. Yeah, and they still have Tyler Glass now, who's going to be their ace, who is an absolute stud, which is the number one thing you need. But they've got Nick Anderson uh, and and Shane, a couple guys I've never heard of. Shane Baz and Pete Fairbanks apparently is joining that. But when you go back, when you go through and start reading things about these Rays, they're they're huge on these guys. Mm -hmm. They really think the starting pitching staff is going to be as good as any other starting pitching staff. And you've only heard of one guy. Yeah. And they won a hundred games last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to go against the Rays, honestly. And like you said, it's still weird to, to not pick the Yankees or Red Sox because they'll still be decent too. I would think. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it is kind of exciting to see these other teams in the American league East be good. I, I just, know you're I, always a Red Sox guy, but uh, yeah, but it's a, it's, it's fun to see a, I like a division like this. Mm -hmm. They're going to beat up on each other, and it's going to be tough to win 100 games in this division because of how good the entire division is. And this It's going to come down to who's got the best record against the Orioles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. That's you that in, in these situations, that's usually what it is. Who's got the best record against that bottom feeder? You know what I mean? Who let the Orioles beat them a few times when they shouldn't have? Because those should be sweeps. You have to sweep those guys in order to stay in, in contention in that division because they're that good. Yeah. And then you've got to get some some wins against other good teams like the White Sox and Twins and Astros and those yep. kind of teams too. Um, okay. So I got Blue Jays. You have the Rays. How about the American League Central? Uh, Central. Okay. So let me go back to my note here. So uh, the Central in the American League. Oh, this was um, this was where I took the White Sox. I think, I think the White Sox are uh, – 
are probably going to be the one team in that division that's probably favored over everybody, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, everything I've seen the same way. I'm, I'm, I got the White Sox too. Um, but put the Twins maybe up there because they've had they've got a really good lineup. They added Carlos Correa. Yes. Um, and, and they're uh, they were a surprise team last year or two years ago. Maybe they're going to hit the ball. Led the league in home runs. Yeah, they're, they're going like, to hit the ball. Yeah. So um, so they'll be there. But I'm with you on the White Sox. That was easy. How about the American League West? Even easier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the team that's been there for the last. I mean, are we going on ten years now? I mean, we're talking about a team that was thought of as the worst franchise in baseball for a while and turned it around, talk about cheating, talk about whatever you want. It's been 10 straight years of, I feel like it's been 10 years of really, really good baseball out of these guys. Justin Verlander's still pitching for them. They've still got Altuve and, and the rest of that lineup and Bregman and those guys. I mean, this team is still very, very good. They went on a run last year. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the yeah, I'm gonna take the Astros. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's hard to hard to go against uh, against them in that division. And uh, always want to root for Dusty Baker too. Uh, all right, how about the should we do the American League Wild Card teams? Yeah, we can go. Let's just stick with the American League. See what we got next. All right, who do you like for the three American League Wild Card teams? Your favorite? You love adding more and more and more teams in the playoffs. It's my least favorite thing in the entire world is to continue to add teams. But I'll tell you the first uh, – so so that puts me – that's going to give me the Blue Jays. Okay. And I'm going to take the, the Red Sox in that just because it's hard for me not to take the Sox. Um, and then after that, it's tough, man. Three teams. I mean, you can go down and pretty much just say, okay, who do you want to go after, right? Uh uh, let's take the Royals and say Zach Granke come, goes in there and turns that team around. I'm going to put the Royals. I'm going to put the Royals in it. It's going to be, there's going to be seven teams vying for that third spot. And they're all going to be within two or three games. It's going to be ridiculous. And no, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be impossible to pick. I agree with you. That Royals team is kind of exciting too. Cause yeah, Zach Granke is, is back. And um, Bobby Wood Jr. It looks like a, a superstar in the making. Yeah. Um, okay. Good for you. So it's my cousin, my, yep. Um, cousin Bobby, American League wild card for me. I go with the Rays easily, uh, and then let's just flip flops our picks right, for the East, right? Uh, so so Rays get in there, and then I'm gonna go and I, you know, add the Yankees, add the Red Sox would be very easy for me just for fun though. I'm going Twins, and I'm gonna go Seattle Mariners. Oh man, I looked at the Mariners, and I looked at that. They they <clears throat> their roster's a little. Uh, not not something you would look at and go, oh, look at, you know, boom, a bunch of names that pop out. Uh, I mean, their third baseman hit 49 home runs three years ago, but really has struggled at the plate for the last two, right? And Suarez, we know all about him. Uh, and he's going to be their power hitter. Maybe it's maybe this season goes how Auenio Suarez season goes for them. They've got enough talent on the team to make a run. Be interesting. They also added uh, an all-star from last year in Jesse Winker. Jesse well. Winker, yeah. So, um, and they were a surprise. Yeah, they were a surprise team last year. They they won a ton of games last year, and then they made some moves to try to get even better this year. Who knows? I, I feel like they could go either way. They could they could kind of plummet at some point and, uh, and and not be able to put all those new guys together or build on what they started last year. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just going to take a chance on that one. How about the National League East? National League East, I'm taking the Mets. I know the Braves are still the the, the front runner in that. They won the World Series last year. Freddie Freeman's gone. They still got a uh, they still have Acuna Jr. They still have Ozzy Albies. Um, that team's really good. I'm going to take them as a wild card, but I'm going to put the Mets up there. The Mets spent a ton of money and uh, tried to buy everybody they possibly could. And there's something about that bulldog, buddy. I'm going to tell you what right now. There is no way in my life I will ever bet against the guy with two different color eyes in Max Scherzer. <laughs> uh, interesting that he and DeGrom are both starting this season on the injured list. But if those guys don't miss more than the first quarter of the season, and they both come back and are healthy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, Acuna Jr. is sitting out the first part of the he's not he's well I, I take that back he's dh i think they're just gonna have a dh yeah okay he's not gonna be in the field but or at least that's what he's done throughout spring training but you're right i mean but you're talking about two of the top three maybe the two top pitchers in baseball at any given moment in time I, D- jacob Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball it has been for four years now i agree um yeah that's a that's a probably the the best uh the best division in the national league, I would think, because I, I still put the, I think the Phillies are still, I uh, have a chance to be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they, it, yeah. They're they're They still have a couple pitchers that are really nice. Uh, Bryce Harper, they added Nick Castellanos. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, but I'm going Braves. I'm going Braves. Cause they only win. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember a year in my life that they weren't. Uh, yeah. That they, yeah. The baseball. Yep. Uh, I, I I understand. I'm with you. Their pitching staff is still really good. Uh, they still Freddie Freeman is a massive loss, but um, yeah, still, and, and they're basically getting Acuna back because they won a World Series without him. Yep, uh, and he was one of the best players in the league uh, before he got hurt. So anyway, but the Mets are right there too. I'm with you. So you got Mets. I got Braves. National League Central. Uh, now, this is an easy one. Yeah. Before I say this. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see Chris's hat. He also has red shorts on. I do. Um, I'm not going to take the Reds to win the to win the division. All right. I I know what we are coming up against. The Reds are not going to be as bad as everybody's going to as everybody thinks they're going to be. I don't think this year. I don't think they're going to be you know win 60 games and and you know 65 games be done. But they're also not going to win 85, 90 games either, right? They're going to be in that. I I see them in that 75 mark somewhere in there. They'll be, you know, and you never know. I mean, look, teams all the time that give you a little surprise halfway through the season. They go on a little bit of a run and in July. They're they're right there. Maybe maybe they're there and they make a move for a couple bullpen guys and push them over the edge. I, I'm not saying they don't have a chance, but I'm not taking them to win. The, you've, you're talking about the Brewers that have three Cy Young candidates on their team. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a team that uh, we talked about before about having one of the best starting pitching staffs. They might have as good of anybody's starting pitching staff, and you don't even know who they all are outside of Freddie Peralta, maybe. Yeah. Uh, But uh, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns are both absolute studs, and it's going to be hard when you get into a short series with them, buddy. I'm going to tell you right now, they've got three bona fide guys that that can shut anybody down. I agree with you. I think it's Brewers pretty easily, but man, the Cardinals are every time you think they're too old, they're they're you know they just didn't make uh, enough moves in the offseason or whatever. They always they're like the Braves. They 
Oh, they're always competitive. They're just it's it's who the Cardinals are, man. It's in their blood. And it's 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 fun. It's a sentimental thing more than anything because he's a shell of himself now. But for Albert Pujols to come back and play his very last year with the Cardinals is so cool. It is. Even, you know, even all the damage he did to the Reds and everything. I still love that. It's still very cool. To me. And the guy, the guy, he he can hit a little bit still. Yeah. I mean, he's not out here killing it, but it's going to be fun to see him finish out his career in in the Cardinal Red. I, I'm happy for him, man. How perfect is that? Him and Molina get to play together one more time, and it's going to be fun. How perfect is it that it's the year that they that they, you know, uh, permanently added the DH in the National League? Absolutely, yeah, awesome. Got a spot for him now. That's it. Uh, do we have to talk about the National League West? Or I don't think so. Just... I think that's the probably the easiest division in the world. The Dodgers might win 125 games this year. Yeah, they might win 160 games. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the National League wild card. Okay. You want to start with your three? I've been starting every single time. Why don't you give me your three? Why not? You know, uh, speak, same deal with the Braves and the Cardinals. You know who? And it drives me crazy because I always think they should be bad. The Giants. I'm staring right at Willie Mays with his Giants jersey on. Yep. The San Francisco Giants are always, always, always good. I think they won three World Series when they were not the best team in the league in the last, over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, but somehow they're always good, and it's it's still happening. Um, and they won. Uh, they won the as good as that Dodgers roster was. The Giants won the National League West last year. Well. <laughs> There's a lot of injuries on the Dodgers side, and that sure. comes with anything. So when injuries start climbing up on a team, but you saw what they did in the end. I mean, the Dodgers were as good as anybody. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm throwing the Giants in there. I'm throwing uh, – that's where the Mets come in. And then the third one was tough because there are a couple of teams I, I, I was working on, but I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Phillies. Going with the Phillies. I'm doing a big I, National you're League You're doing East. a whole lot of National League East. So I had the Mets win in the East, which means that I'm putting the Braves in the wild card. Uh, I am going to take the Cardinals in the wild card for all the same reasons that the, 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 the Reds and the Cubs suck. So it's going to mean that the, and the I'm sorry, and the Pirates, the Reds, Cubs and Pirates suck. And we've got, we're the only team of five teams in a division, I think. So that means that the Brewers and the Cardinals are going to beat the brakes off of all of us. And they're going to get a lot of wins for that reason, because the rest of their division isn't very good. So I'm going to take the Cardinals just because of the rest of that division. And they've got the ability to win the most games. Um, so Braves Cardinals, and I'm going to go a little different, man. I'll tell you what, my boy, and this is all about the boy, right? This is my boy is as big a, uh, a Fernando Tatis fan as you'll ever meet. And he loves, he loves uh, Nando. He called, you know, Nando loves Nando. And uh, so I'm, I'm going, I'm going with, uh, I'm going to go with the Padres and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Padres should be, I mean, underachieved last year, had mm-hmm. a bunch of injuries as well. Um, but, yeah, you would think it would be kind of fun to see because last year we were going into it like, oh, my God, are, are the Padres the team that are going to beat, you know, that mm-hmm. are going to win that division even though the Dodgers are supposed to be the best team in the league. Now the Padres are competing. They added all those pitchers and everything, and then they didn't – half of them didn't even pitch half the year. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, the Padres could be – Right where we thought they were going to be last year. I I I totally agree. I'm that's that's where we're at. So do you want to go with? Uh, so what are we going to do from here? Are we just going to say what our World Series is and pick a winner, or what do you want to do at this point? Let's do that. 
Who, who do you have in the World Series? All right. So I didn't go this far when I was thinking of all this stuff. So my notes in my phone only go so far. Uh, so just taking a look at this, and, and my big thing is pitching staffs. Because once you get into the playoffs, pitching is everything. Because the, the game slows down um, in so many ways. So I, I think the Dodgers and the Brewers are in the National League um, play for the pennant. How do you not take the Dodgers? They are insane. This team, I mean, they're just as good as they were for the last four years, if not better. Maybe not better, but they're just as good as they've been. You had Freddie Freeman. Add Freddie Freeman, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take the Dodgers, and then on the opposite side, let's have a little fun with it. You know what I? You know what I'm going to? I'm going to say uh, let's get let's get the oh, man. I'm going to go with um, let's go Dodgers and Royals. Why not? Oh, I'm going to go Dodgers. I'm going to throw one big giant curveball out there and put the Royals in it. Look at you. All right. I'm going uh, pretty easy Dodgers uh, for all the reasons we talked about. And then I'm going to go. I'm, I'm struggling between the Blue Jays and Rays. And just for, you know what? I was going to pick the Blue Jays, to be honest with you. But you're talking about pitching staffs. And good. the Rays are good, Rays. but they're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting the Rays in it. Do it. Tyler Glass now is going to do his thing. Who's going to win it all? Dodgers. Dodgers. I can't not take the Dodgers. They, <laughs> they're too good. You'd be it, – it, uh, give me Dodgers or the field. It's hard not to take the Dodgers. That's how good they are right now. Yeah. On paper. On paper. But on paper, it only gets you so far, right? So They've won one. Yes. Exactly. They look like they've looked like this for five years. Yeah, five years. All right. Well, All right, Adam. Well, you know what, Adam? That brings us to the end of the show, where we have our last two favorite, probably my favorite segments, probably my favorite things to do on this podcast. We have the Mount Rushmore, and we have the comedy special. Uh, so if you would, remind the people what your Mount Rushmore for this week was. My Mount Rushmore was, and I was going for the theme of worst Mount Rushmore we've ever done on this podcast, and I think I achieved that. And that was, <laughs> that is uh, anything on Netflix. What are, what are your top four things on Netflix? I think I even left it so open that it was like, it, that's ever been on Netflix because yeah. shows and, and yeah. movies come and go. Uh, they're, they have deals. I, I don't know how it all works exactly, but they have deals and it's old shows. I mean, it's it's not Netflix only shows, but I didn't I, I just to be safe made a, a comprehensive list to make sure I have enough non non original Netflix shows and original Netflix shows just in case you wanted to do it that way. Um, so however you did yours, I, I'm prepared to I I dude, I took it as if it was on Netflix or is on Netflix or anything, just something you've watched on Netflix. Your favorite things you've watched on Netflix is how I took it. Ever, even if it's not on there anymore. Absolutely. Perfect. So so give us a go, bro. What do you got? You want me to start? Yep. In that case, I'm going, uh, I have to go with my favorite television show of all time for a while. It's been, it hasn't been available on there for a while, but uh, the Andy Griffith show I used to watch on Netflix all the time. Why not? Exactly. Um, because it was available. Uh, I'm going The Last Dance. The Last Dance, the that was documentary. 
that that was uh was that did that was that originally on netflix no i think it was espn yeah that's right yeah yeah i think it, it was, was ESPN. espn it's on netflix now yeah and so uh I, I mean that's just it's my favorite documentary maybe ever um i'm gonna go with i'm going with also no longer available but over the pandemic i watched a ton of it jeopardy Jeopardy was on Netflix. Jeopardy was on Netflix. Right now, Wheel of Fortune is on Netflix. Jeopardy was on Netflix. 75 million seasons. Uh, and I watched hours and hours of Jeopardy because I love that show. That's so funny. There's so I know so many people that watch Jeopardy. I, I do. Yeah, I my grandparents when I was growing up, Jeopardy every day. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, they're people you never know, you never you never guess. They're like, oh, you know, they're they're diehard Jeopardy. Like, I'm one of the dumbest guys I know. I watch Jeopardy all the time. Do you uh, <laughs> do you ever get up there and just like start yelling out the answers before they ever get to them? Sometimes, sometimes I get a little. Yeah, sometimes. only happens only happens when the sports things come up. Absolutely, it gets yeah, so I'm so annoyed with these smart people. It's not even funny. That's one of the <laughs> best hate- things. I hate that. <laughs> That's one of the best things on uh, social media now is people put clips up of yeah. ridiculous answers. Um, yes. I just saw one the other day, and it's happening with Wheel of Fortune, too. People saying, like, outlandish things. <laughs> it's so, so funny. Somebody on – oh, my God. I'm, I'll think of it by, by the time we get this over. But anyway, that's three. I've got uh, the, Andy, the Andy Griffith Show, The Last Dance, and Jeopardy, Fourth. Holy cow, how do you pick only four shows that have ever been on? Start running down them. What do you got? I mean, I, I've got on this list Bumping Mics, which is a Netflix original, which was Dave Attell um, and, uh, and Jeff Ross. Dude, did a three or four I'll show. Give that, that was good. I loved that. I've watched good. it three times, the whole series. Um, I've got Django Unchained. It's on there right now. One of my I just watched that ever. for the first time on, on Netflix uh, about a month ago. One probably one of my top five, six, seven movies ever. That's a uh, isn't that a Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, yeah, yep. Jamie Foxx is fantastic in it. Bunch that was like, that's the craziest. Like that is just great. That, that movie's just great. The end of that movie is the most bananas thing I've ever seen in my it, life. The, the end of it's probably my least favorite part. It's just it, that's why I did. Thing. That's why I didn't like it was because the ending just got too. It was too ridiculous. Him up. Yeah, yeah, it was too ridiculous for the way the rest of the movie was. But the it's a long movie. It's like a two and a half hour movie or something. But it's fantastic, I think. Um, man, I have Tiger King on this thing. I know how bad it is. I hate Tiger. I watched the whole thing twice. I was mesmerized. Did you watch by the it? the extra episodes that just yes. came out too? Oh I did. my god! Yes, I did. Wife and is obsessed with that. It's so it because it's such a train wreck. Adam Sandler, 100% fresh. An Adam Sandler special after 20 years or whatever yeah. came out on Netflix. I have yeah. that on here. The Scientology documentary from Leah Remini. That's another one my wife was addicted to. That is, I was too. Yeah. That was so good. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies ever. That's on. I was just looking through all these things. That's on there. The Queen's Gambit is one that I normally wouldn't, like if I just went through the you know, you just see it come up. I'm like, that doesn't look like anything. I've it's not. It's not like it's a chess. I mean, it's about chess. She plays a lot of chess, but it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. it's more than that. It's it was a fun story to follow. Um, comedians and cars getting coffee. 
That's a Netflix original. That's a Netflix original with Jerry. Old Seinfeld. So is Norm MacDonald has a show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yep. I, All six episodes really or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, it was not. It was, short it was not on there for long. And then my next guest needs no introduction, which is David Letterman's project. Yeah, that retired. was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, when he had comedians on, he had like Chappelle and a couple other guys on. But he also the Kanye had like thing was a little crazy. That yeah. Lizzo and Kim Kardashian. Those yeah. were kind of dumb. I didn't see the Lizzo one. I saw the Kim Kardashian one and I saw the Kanye one, which were both different. Yeah. Kanye talks about his mental health the whole time and gets a little outlandish but that's just who he is so yeah um but yeah i mean the Chappelle one was awesome because Chappelle was like you know praising dave the whole time and dave's dave's not having david letterman's not having that he's like shut up you're the best and mm-hmm. he's like shut up you're the best and yeah. all that kind of stuff. but anyway um and i like both those guys but that's my whole list number four i'm gonna go really quickly with uh, I'm putting bumping mics on there. Bumping mics, that is really good. You got two of some of the of the best roasters in the world. It's probably the guy who like is known for being the best roaster ever in in uh, Ross. And then you got uh, Atel, who is as dirty a uh, old man as you. <laughs> but one of the <laughs> one of the funniest comics. He's so funny. He's oh so God. good. His little one liners are pretty good. Really good. All right, so. I'm going to tell you right now, my number one on Netflix, which is so easy for me. If you have not watched Peaky Blinders, mm. dude, best show there is. They're having another season getting ready to come out, and then they're going to come out with a movie, and then it's going to be done. Uh, it's four or five seasons. Dude, it is. I love the gangster kind of stuff, you know, and the surprises that you wouldn't be expecting to happen. And, you know, the the mob boss being so much smarter than everybody else and having all the, you know, and always being a step ahead. I love that stuff. Uh, so Peaky Blinders is amazing. My favorite TV show of all time, Seinfeld, is on there now. So I have been re-watching all of Seinfeld every chance I get, which is so much fun for me. Um, so that's two. Um, and then, so then number three for me is going to be a Netflix original. And we talked about it on the show. The cabin was amazing. It was Bert Kreischer in the cabin. Every episode, even the episode with uh, Jenner on there, Caitlyn Jenner on there is, is, is kind of goofy as it got for a second when it got real serious and kind of weird. As, as weird as that, that like it, 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 that was amazing. The whole show was every obviously the Miss Pat Kelly Cuoco episode was my favorite because the awkwardness that poor Kelly felt the entire time. Joel um, McHale's really funny. On Joel that. McHale's great on that one. Uh, but oh, Fortune, the one with Fortune where where he's butt naked or no, no, that was uh when he was naked in uh and was he was like he was, he doing was his Brazilian himself? his butt that was Nikki that was Nikki Glazer yeah which was the Caitlyn Jenner episode which was the Caitlyn Jenner episode yeah uh so anyway uh, the cabin was was my number three so number four is tough so I only wrote down two other things for my number four to try to pick from um because another thing that I've been watching here lately because it's on there and I have all the DVDs of this as well as Seinfeld, but is uh Chappelle show and Chappelle shows on there. Now let's put that on there. And that I do when Chappelle show was out. That was his, I loved the Chappelle show. So that's up there. And then the last one that I had on there is it's new. 
it's new. Uh, it's a three-part documentary, and I haven't finished it yet. The third, I'm I'm on the third one right now. It's the this dude named Cootie is a good. He's from Chicago. Uh, he's known Kanye since he was 17 years old. And he does a three-part documentary called Gene J E E N Dash Yus Y U H S. I'm gonna tell you right now. Dude, just because of who Kanye is and you know how his who where his mind is all the time to follow this dude from when he was 17 years old, 18 years old. I mean, he followed him all the way up until he got till he got famous and then was with him in spurts different times. And it goes all the way up until when he went on his rant when he was trying to run for president. You know what I mean? Talking about aborting his babies and stuff like that. Like when him and Kim were getting ready to go through their divorce, I still got a little bit of time left, but dude, in it's pretty, it's, it's, it's hard not to watch. It's hard not to watch. I I really enjoyed it. Um, But I got to put Chappelle show over it. I think I'm going, my fourth is going to be Chappelle show. So I'm going to go Peaky Blinders, Seinfeld, uh, the cabin and Chappelle show. Those are great picks. I've never seen Piggy Blinders, but dude, Piggy Blinders, I'm telling you right now, it's my, that's my favorite show. Nice. Well, I mean, Seinfeld's my my favorite. What do they call those? Uh, sitcom. Okay. Piggy Blinders is my favorite drama series. There you go. Yeah, drama series. Um, I I also like, and it, I I can only watch these at certain times of the day. I think, but uh, all these docu series with murderers and stuff, like true stories. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I watch a lot of that stuff. I like. I, I watch a lot of the jail stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, like prison, uh, prison shows, documentaries about prisons. And Getting stuff. yourself ready so you know all the ins and outs. You know, yeah. I, you, Look, I'm gonna know. tell you what. I, I, I think I, I think I'd be all right in prison because I'd keep to myself, crack a couple jokes, make sure I'm friends with every single person in there. I make sure everybody knows. Like, look, hey. I know you skinhead, right? Like, yeah, we're, you know, I'm good with you. But look, man, it, it, this old black dude over here ain't that bad. You ain't got to hate him all that much, right? Let's just, let me just be in the middle and just kind of mind my business. I'll be the guy in the library handing out books. All right. I mean, if you're trying to uh, get those get those groups together in prison. I'm not trying to get them together. I'm just trying to keep them apart. I'm just trying to make sure everybody knows I'm with that. Like, I, hey, don't, don't put me. Hey, I ain't one of them. Hey, yo, I ain't one of them. You know what I mean? So. Chris Stefano's girlfriend who he has kids with and lives with and everything, her transgender uh, uncle slash aunt spent 20, 25 years, something like that in prison, mm-hmm. in and out of prison, mostly in prison, just got out uh, two years ago, year and a half ago, something like that. And he has like brought her in and he, him or her, he calls, Sometimes it's him, sometimes it's her, but has brought her in to his world on his podcast all the time, traveling with him, going on stage with him and stuff. And so there's a lot of prison stories. She spent a lot of time in prison. Just today, I saw like she was saying on his podcast, uh, number one thing, do not join a gang. Exactly what you just said. Yep. Don't do it. Don't join a gang. Um, yeah, because I guess you're you're going. Although, you're do going I want to take? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let's. Do I want to take it? Do I want to take advice from the girl guy that came out of prison? Right. Like she may not have joined a gang, but she might have been involved in a few gang situations, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. 
Apparently she uh she served time with like some of some like famous murderers and stuff. Uh yeah. son of Sam, she said she knew yeah. she served with him and uh, uh a few other people. But anyway, very interesting. I like some of the prison shows though. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll watch every now and then. I just I just never really get into them too much. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That was better. That was a really good one, man. I thought you did good with that. There's too much. There's too much. There's to too much, but you've got your faves. You've got your number ones. Problem is, there's so many that like are they're my number one for the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Shits Creek was awesome. I loved Shits Creek and I watched that whole thing there. I know it was on some other show, on some other thing, but I watched it all on Netflix. I like that too. Yeah. There's another one I forgot to put on there. So there you go. All right. Well. Earthquake. We, we got earthquake left. Legendary. All right. So this is, is 35 minutes uh, produced by Mr. Dave Chappelle. Uh, earthquake. I, I'm I'm just going to tell you right now. This is as hard as I've laughed in a very, very long time with these specials. This dude, he's he doesn't stop. Right. It's it was so not it was continuous, continuous. Even when the crowd is cracking up, he was not stopping. He kept going. And it was, oh my gosh, some of it got so over the top. The 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 doctor with the 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 prostate exam. Oh. The that was oh my god, I was laughing so hard. Uh, oh, I, I, I have trouble going back to it thinking about it. I'm so horrible with remembering things uh on the spot. And I should take notes when I'm doing this stuff, but I didn't <clears throat> because I was laughing so hard. Um, help me out. He talked about can't do stuff to kids that you used to do. You know, that whole thing comes in there and that's always, that was always good. What the, the Aretha Franklin funeral. Being oh my so gosh. Long. Being three weeks long. He, he took it. The <laughs> they cut off his cable. They cut his cable off. He's like, oh, I, I've been watching Aretha. I've been at the Aretha Franklin. I didn't have time to pay my cable bill. The pastor preached the whole entire Bible. <laughs> he, he started off, he walked in and said, in the beginning. I said, like, oh, God, Lord, no. What does Adam and Eve have to do with her? Have to do with a funeral. Oh, so good. Aretha Franklin <laughs> had a dress change halfway through the funeral. Who has a halftime of a funeral? <laughs> oh, so good. I'm telling you right now, that was, uh, it was, I, I gave it a 4.8. Wow. I gave it a 4.8. I went about as high as I think. I, I mean, this is high as I, as high as I've been in a very long time. I've given a couple fives out. I know. I don't know that I've ever done a 4.9, but this was a four point. This, if you get a chance to watch this, holy macaroni and cheese, this dude is hilarious. From the beginning, I was laughing and I never stopped. I agree with you. I agree with you. This was, I, I laughed. A lot more at this one than I have the last few, at least. Um, yeah, I, I I wrote down those things. I wrote down the prostate exam. <laughs> so funny. He was talking, so he funny. said he was getting ready. He was he was on the table and he looked back and he was greasing up too many fingers <laughs> and greasing he, up three fingers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he joined me too. Yeah, he really got me with <laughs> t-shirt and everything. <laughs> he really got me with. Hold on, hold on. Which finger are you gonna use? And he's like, he's like, I want that one that with the messed up knuckle. I don't want the football knuckle. <laughs> the football knuckle had me laughing. He, said, so he hard. said he went in and out, in and out with that pinky so many times. I felt 
I joined me too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said if he said, never mind, take it out. He's like, if I got colon cancer, leave it in there. <laughs> in there. I'll put it on the God. He's talking about the that's that all started from the from the uh the vaccine, the vaccine joke. That my favorite thing. So my favorite thing. He he pulled the joke out, and it's my favorite thing to say to people all the time right now. Like, oh my God, you're gonna put you don't know what's in that vaccine. They're oh, what are you doing? Man, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that you've been doing dope and everything else for your entire life, and you're talking about this. Come on, man. <laughs> tell me, tell me you're not putting something in your body. You don't know you yeah, you used to go to parties and just grab handfuls of pills. You didn't even know what was in them. <laughs> not you personally, I don't <sighs> just no, people yeah. in general. No. He said he's doing eight ball. Everybody passing around the same joint. You know, it was hey, but you ain't putting the poison in you. <laughs> Leave it up to God. He got car insurance. Everybody's got car insurance. Zero deductible. Ain't got no health insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll leave that, that at yeah. My car, you know, I got zero deductible on car. Oh my, you know, but I'm gonna leave oh my lung. I leave that up to God. I God ain't gonna let nothing happen to me. <laughs> The the insurance thing was what started the whole uh, prostate exam thing. Too, yeah. He got the Obamacare. He got the Obamacare. As soon as he got health insurance, he, he got every doctor. He got all the grams. All got, the grams. <laughs> I got a knee gram. I got a leg gram. I got a mammogram. Uh, <laughs> and and that fed into the prostate exam. But uh, man, yes, it was it was funny the whole time. There wasn't. I don't feel like there was a joke that I was like, eh, that kind of stunk. No. I, I felt like there wasn't. All it, of his jokes, even, even if only, I didn't laugh hard at it, I was like, that's still pretty good. Yeah. I, I would have gave this a five if it was an hour long, but it was only 35 minutes. So it, I, that's I the only reason a I got a 4.8. For being 35 minutes, <laughs> I, I kind of like the shorter one. But uh, yeah, I agree with I you. feel like if he could have gone an hour and kept me that enthralled and kept me laughing that hard, he could have got a five. But but for the 35 minutes, 4.8, because God, bless America. That was funny. I think I'm getting, I think I've always been a tougher, um, a tougher raider than you have. And I think I'm getting tougher as we keep going for some reason. Mine have been lower than yours the last few times. Yeah. I mean, that last one was just kind of a weird one, but I gave it a 4.4. That's really good. It's pretty good. It's still really good. I'm telling y'all, this is a 4.8. Look at me. Listen to me. However you got to do it. Earthquake. Legendary. Netflix. Watch it. Really funny. Definitely worth watching. So good. So Matter good. of fact, I put it on my Mount Rushmore now. There you go. <laughs> uh, fifth. It's fifth. a little small yeah, head. Just check. Yeah, a little small head on oh, the side. Man. All right. So that brings us to Mount Rushmore and comedy special for next week that's right i will be choosing the comedy special you'll be choosing the mount rushmore and i have my list i'm pulling up my list which by the way you have my word that i have this this whole list on my phone of comedy specials we've gone through more than half of them now so i gotta keep adding. but i i did i just added another one this week again because mike epps has a new one out yeah we talked about that last week for a minute yep um so but I think for uh, for next week, I think we're going to go back to somebody that we have watched. We watched her last special, but she's got a new one. And I was impressed. I think I'm, if I remember right, I think you were pretty impressed, too. Um, and it was her first special then. She's she kind of blew up a little bit after that special. Um, and she's she's on tour. She's touring all over the place. She's mm-hmm. selling selling places out. Taylor Tomlinson. It's called Look at You. 
Look at you. Look at you. I feel like the last one was just in the summertime because I feel like I remember being in the pool watching it up against the up against the house. Quarter life crisis. Yeah, that was what that one. Quarter life crisis. This is so this is Taylor Tomlinson. What's what's it called? Look at you. Look at you. Oh, look at you. It's on Netflix. Look at you. Good it's job. Netflix. Well, Adam, that's gonna bring us to my least favorite thing to do on this podcast, which is pick Mount Rushmore. By the way, it's going to be so hard to trump yours that you just had. It's going to be easy because I think it's stunk. But I, I didn't even finish my thought on that. I don't think it was my, that list I have of the comedians. Oh, I'm going to start a list. You didn't interrupt me. I just lost it like I always do. I, I'm going to start a list ahead of time of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so I am That's not a good idea. doing things like, oh, I need stuff to, on Netflix. Yeah, I need to do the same thing. It's Dude, these are tough, though. They are. We're, we've done so many Mount Rushmore's. I mean, we're coming up on the two. It's more than 200 probably when we get there because we did probably 10, 15 episodes under a different name for a while. But we're coming up on two, the 200th Nosebleed Sports Podcast episode. Yep. I believe sometime in June, if I'm not mistaken. Before that, I think. Is, is it before that? Is this 193? Is this 193? Yeah, so... Yeah, we got another. Oh, so yeah, we got another seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. So end of May, beginning of June, somewhere in there. Uh, we got to figure out something big to do with that. Maybe that's when we'll have the Burger Brothers on and maybe we'll do, we'll, we'll figure something out for get some, uh, get something fun going on here. All right. So maybe we do, maybe we go somewhere, just do a big old giant podcast and just have like 12 guests. Nice. Yeah. We have the Burger Brothers cater cater our 200th episode we get bobby nightingale there we get uh, we get adam baum there we get andre edwards there we get bobby edwards we get joe leonard we get any guest that's ever been a part jim schmidt any guest that's ever uh, uh, we could fly tyler in here too so let's get them all in here we uh we were going to talk about getting uncle danny on here because oh boy uncle danny thinks that that uh never mind we won't get into the into the Giannis Antetokounmpo slash uh, who is he comparing him to? Greg Oden. Greg Oden. Yeah, we won't get into that conversation. Uh, that being said, my Mount Rushmore for uh, for this week is ha- have we done? We've done Mount Rushmore of apps, haven't we? Yeah, uh, we yeah, yeah, we, we did. did. Hang on it, we did. I just thought of that, and I thought it was a really good one. I was really excited about that. Um, so let's do it this way. You know, here's we could always go back to ones we we kind of did that one fairly recently. I feel like, but there are some that we've done so long ago that they could be different. They could now. be totally different by now. But but I'm you know what I'm I'm a guy who's uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to go Mount Rushmore. Well, oh, I was going to go Mount Rushmore of baseballs like what are your four favorite baseballs when you pick up you like like you know diamond the diamond baseball with the big that's with the big, i mean I, yeah i'm gonna do that but it'd be hard to get come up with four uh so let's go and go, i'd say golf balls but you don't like yeah i'd say golf balls but you don't play golf titleist um i'd say uh let's go I, I always look at the vados up of the up above your head and want to do cereal and i know we've done that a million times or probably just once um <laughs> We've done breakfast meat, yeah, because it was getta and bacon. Man, all the fun things I'm thinking of just came up. Let's do this. Let's do this. I don't think we've done this. Maybe we have. 
Answer me, answer me if we have. I'm gonna go with Mount Rushmore of sandwiches. I'm talking subs. I'm talking two pieces of white bread. You know, you get the whole deal. You got the Cuban, you got the Reuben, you got, you know, like the Italian sub, you got the, you know, you can pick a specific one from a specific restaurant. If you like something specific sandwich, two pieces of bread, anything in between that doesn't have a burger, no burgers allowed. Oh, no burgers allowed. No burger sandwich. Those are burgers. I don't, we're not talking burgers. We're talking sandwiches. Okay. You don't call it a cheeseburger sandwich, do you? Did we? Did we? I mean, it, no, but it, it is. I mean, it, I mean that's fine. In that case, then a hot dog's a sandwich. No, that's different. I mean, it's got two buns. It's got a bun. It's got two pieces of bread around a piece of meat. Around, yeah, but it it lays in there. It's that's totally. Different. All right. Well, Subway is a sandwich, but they only cut their bun. They don't cut their bun all the way in half. You could say that's a bun then, and say it's not no longer a sandwich. So if you're going to call a Subway sub a sandwich, then a hot dog's got to be a sandwich. Disagree. But what? I, tell me why. I feel How, but there's the exact same thing. It's not the same thing. It's bread. How, how's it's it bread, not the same thing? It's bread intended to be two different pieces of bread. It's just it comes as one piece of bread and they just cut the one. If it was intended to be two pieces of bread, they wouldn't get it wrong every single time they make a sandwich. It's not that it's wrong. They just that's the way they cut the bread. All right. Well, that's the way I cut the bread when I get a bun to put my hot dog inside a sandwich. A bun is Let me ask you this. Than- you go to Skyline. And you want a cheese cone that doesn't have a hot dog in it. You're going to say chili sandwich with cheese. What do you call it? It doesn't. <laughs> it's a chili sandwich with cheese, man. That's what they call it. That's what I call it. It's the, because they call it that. But it's a sandwich. I don't think. If Skyline's calling it a sandwich, it's I, got a bun sandwich. This is why I think we've done this one before, because I feel like we've had, and I thought we were on the same page at that time. I thought we both were like, Hot dog's obviously not a sandwich. I don't know. I just changed my mind just right now. I'm just now I now I want to fight this. I'm gonna fight this to the end now. A hot dog is a sandwich. I mean, I, I so is a taco a sandwich? Is a soft taco now a soft no. taco is a sandwich? No, yeah, a soft taco is now a sandwich in my world. Hundred percent. Yes, my world. I am changing my life, my life goals right now. A taco is a sandwich. Taco, it's a you know, soft taco comes right around. Hard taco, it's it's a it's a bread like material with meat and 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 toppings in the middle. Hundred percent. So then sandwich. you get a Cholito at Skyline. That's a sandwich. Cholito, yeah. Interesting. Mm, Cholito, that's tough. That's a full wrap. No, I don't like the full oh, wrap. Oh, 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 I'm gonna go oh, full oh, oh, wrap oh, oh. is no longer. Oh, what's the difference between the soft taco and the Cholito? Uh, it's a full wrap. The soft taco is is not a full wrap. That's just a it's a cup. It's a it's a it's a U shape. Whereas the Cholito is like a burrito. The Cholito is like a burrito. That that's a full wrap. Corners tucked, top all the way wrapped around. You can't see any of the insides. <clears throat> so okay. I'm calling that a burrito. So because they, <laughs> yeah, that's a burrito. We're, okay. Yeah, that's a burrito. Totally different than a sandwich. Totally. I don't even know how you could think that. How do you even come up with that? So you think a Cholito is a sandwich? Yeah, I, I think it's a sandwich. I think it's obviously a sandwich. What are you talking about? How can you say a Cholito is not a sandwich? It has a bread-like material, and it has meat in between, meat sauce in between, and uh, sometimes spaghetti and definitely cheese. 
Yeah. I don't get I don't get it with spaghetti. I get it with onions. Uh, when I oh, first saw God. the spaghetti, we were at is when I was working. This is this is twenty years ago, and I never when they first came out with those things, I never seen it. And in Saint Bernard, Saint Bernard, the waitress there swore to God that she invented. She called it a scalito. If you got a scalito, that was a cholito with spaghetti inside of it. She swears she invented it. I don't think she did, but. I, is it on the menu now? I think it's on the menu. Yeah, I think it is. I think the spaghetti inside's on the menu now. Oh, with the spaghetti. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I think the Cholito's on there because for a long time it wasn't on there. Right. The Cholito period was not on, on the thing. But you just had to know. You just had to be in. You had to be from the natty to know you get a Cholito. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. You can get a bad Cholito, man. These skylines around around town. I can get me a nice thick, big body Cholito, or I can get me a little toothpick that ain't nothing but wrap. And I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Help a brother out, man. If you're making food for somebody, make it the way you want it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. They're, the different skylines around definitely have sometimes you're getting smaller portions. Sometimes you're getting bigger portions. Sometimes you're getting a mountain of cheese. Sometimes they're a little skimpy on the mm-hmm. cheese. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, another thing that I, I've heard, I heard somebody say a while ago and I, I've forgotten about it until just now that I really wanted to try is Cholito with mustard in it. Oh, really? So I, I don't get mustard on anything at Skyline. So I love the mustard taste on the, on the cheese coney. Nah, I'm a, I need a dude. I, when I, when I get a, when I get a, a chili sandwich with cheese, I, with onions mm-hmm. and they put mustard in it. it dog, uh, no the worst dog. is when they, the worst is when they give me a hot dog and mustard. And it's like, I, this is not even close to what I asked for. But you know me, I'm going to scarf it down and do what I do, right? You gotta, I, ain't, I ain't telling anybody they screwed it up. I'm just going to eat it. Sure. Oh, there's nothing worse than taking that first bite and getting mustard in your mouth. You're like, I love when I see the mustard and I see a little bit on the bun coming mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. I'm a mustard guy, man. I don't know. I think they have the most, uh, I think they have the most um, creative way of placing mustard. On that a stick, it's just a, it's just a popsicle stick. <laughs> they just dab your your uh, your wiener sandwich. Oh, uh, your what? Say again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wiener, wiener sandwich. Sandwich. Okay, just making sure that I heard you correctly there, sir. Sandwich. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why they put mustard on it because it's a sandwich, right? Absolutely. Um. Anyway. So we're doing Mount Rushmore sandwiches, uh, I, and we are not going to do hot dogs. We're not going to do tacos. Why? That's a sandwich. Just quit. Just quit. We're not doing hot dogs. We're not doing tacos, and we're not doing burgers. All right? You got to have some kind of lunch meat on it to be a sandwich. Wait a minute now. Okay. Oh, uh, BLT. Okay, so BLT could be on there. I, this is why jelly. I feel like we've done this before. Peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, absolutely. All, yeah, yeah. Let's just say no burgers, tacos, or hot dogs. Burgers, tacos, chili. That's the uh, Amanda <laughs> Brenneman. <laughs> anyway, nobody's going to know what that is. But um, yeah, that's what you use the uh, Lars, Lars lean meat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I say Lars. I think it's actually Laura's. It's Laura's, Laura's right? Yeah. I but for so. some reason, every time her or Marty says it, it sounds like Lars. Yeah. Lars lean meat. Where are y'all from? Oh, this is my daughter, Laura. There's an A at the end of that, Marty. The first time they came out with that, the way she said burgers, tacos, chili, <laughs> it was, we just, 
laughed about it every time. And then they changed it, and she says the same things, or sometimes Marty says it. Yeah. And, uh, but I think they realized that it was like, eh, maybe we speed that up and say it a little more normal. There you go. Anyhow, this is a lot of sense. I mean, maybe this is just a Cincinnati podcast. <laughs> I, we totally dropped off the face of the earth at the end of this thing. Sure. Totally fell off the face of the earth. That's all right. That's uh, We're allowed to do that. It is definitely allowed. I was just telling somebody the other day, I, I tell people all the time, whenever somebody finds out about our podcast or whatever or anything, it comes up at all. I'm like, it's not any good. Nobody listens to it. Do we all- only just do it for us. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you find yourself doing that where you're yes. like talking bad about it? Like, yes. like, uh, you know what? Yeah, I do a podcast, but you don't have to listen. I mean, I'm not saying like listen to it or anything. I don't expect anybody to listen. <laughs> We do this because we wanted to be time. Marty Brenneman growing up, and this is what this we're is what this is how we're doing. This is how it usually goes. It usually goes. Oh man, I was just talking to my my cousin about this on a podcast the other night. And they're like, "Podcast? You do a podcast?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, but now nah, I mean, it's you know, it's nothing, nothing special, nothing. It's just kind of just us, just kind of for us. You know what I mean? It's like our our little time to talk kind of a thing. We just we just record it. Like, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Eh, I mean, you can look it up if you want." You don't feel like you have to. Uh, I immediately get into feeling really bad about. I just don't want somebody. People get into podcasts so big, and I want to waste somebody an hour and a half of somebody's <laughs> life, man. I want to do it. I feel like it'd be fun if you knew us, or you know. So I mean, it's fun for me. I enjoy it. We have fun with it. Yes, we have a lot of fun with it. It happens a lot at training. Personally, by the way, if you're looking to get uh, in shape, and Peggy uh, loves to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, training personally training personally.com training personally on social media check it out it's a gym it's the best gym in the world and it's uh you can tell i've been <laughs> training personally over here i saw on the screen <laughs> your hand moving a if weird you're, way if like, you're watching you youtube doing? right now you can see my man titties bouncing in the wind that's uh that that's how well i've been hitting the old training personally these <laughs> it's days it's very windy in here <laughs> um <laughs> anyway Training personally, please check it out. Go visit. Peggy will will uh, greet you at the door and make you have a good time and make you want to come back and work out. It makes makes working out fun. Uh, but anyway, she talks about it a lot at her gym, and especially when I'm there, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's it, it, she she'll bring it up. Oh, my my nephews have the absolute best podcast in the whole world don't you love that i love family right family's so great because let me tell you something there ain't nobody in our family that listens to the podcast no i mean your dad does does. your dad does my dad goes on spurts he'll listen to like five or six and then not listen for two months and then listen to and then get back on it but yeah 100 my cousin listens to a bunch of them outside of like my cousin my dad maybe and definitely your dad I, I the other day we're sitting at dinner real quick. I'm sorry. We were pushing this thing Keep off like crazy. We're out eating Mexican after a uh, I don't even remember what we were doing. Oh, bowling. We're bowling. Mets core bowling, uh, which was really tough for me when I walked in there. I didn't think it would be. It was actually really tough. Uh, the guy came up and shook my hand. Mike came over and oh, it, it hit me. It hit me for a second. Anyway, uh, Mets core, super great organization. And uh, we did their little bowling fundraiser because uh, my sister-in-law uh, is part of that that uh, organization so afterwards we go with my sister-in-law brother-in-law and mother-in-law father-in-law and all the kids and uh, we all go to mexican restaurant down the street from bowling alley and they start talking about chris rock and will smith and my brother-in-law's getting a little little over the top with it 
And my father-in-law is like, well, I never should have brought this up because most of the time my father-in-law brings something up purposely to get something rolling, right? I mean, I've talked about it on this all the time. Me and him get in politics and it can get, we've been kicked out of the house before, the two of us, like go downstairs, go outside, find somewhere else to go. You're too loud. So anyway, they start getting into it and they're like, Chris, what do you think? You're sitting over with I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, you want to know what I think about it? Well, you guys do something you've never done before. Catch the Nosebleed Sports Podcast that just came out two days ago, and you can hear exactly what I think about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. And I I put, uh, I took everyone's phone. Every and Well, how do we find it? Oh, yeah, I would listen to that. Yeah, I will listen. You are not going to listen. You're saying that right now while I'm in front of you. It is okay to say I'm not going to listen to it. It's totally okay, but everybody's got to like feel like they got to be nice about it. Uh, so, oh, guess what? I took four phones because they all wanted to know what it was. Put it up, put, pulled up the iTunes, hit subscribe and download every. I mean, so every new episode is going to download to their phone. Yes. So their phone is going to fill up fast and they're not going to have any idea why. It's because every week they're going to get two hours of our podcast saved to the hard drive of their phone. Good. Good. Uh, hey, shout out to your in-law family. They're still not going to listen to it, though. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what it takes. If it comes up on their phone, they might see it. Oh, let's see what's going on. See and your yeah. beautiful face come yeah. up on there and uh, and be like, oh yeah, yeah. And then you know, if we get it, if we have a good title going, um, they'd be like, oh, what's that about? Yeah, what did what did Adam and Chris talk about? Mm. And if you're like my dad. All the NBA stuff, baseball stuff. Fast forward fast to Mount forward Rushmore. To, yeah, fast forward to when we start doing this. Yeah. Fast <laughs> right. forward to this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I we could pull a podcast. I, I don't know if we could pull it off, but I would be cool just doing a podcast. Where we just sat down and just started talking about whatever was going on. One hundred percent. And just took the sports. Totally if, there's out no, of it. if there's no sports, I mean, if there's no cares? sports going on. We just we just talk about our lives in general. We could do that easily. I don't know who would even want to listen to that either, but why not? And it, I don't know. Anyway, I enjoyed I enjoyed the sports part of it, even though I've gotten myself further and further away from sports over the years. Here's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. And we're far more qualified to just talk about what we know very well, which is our whatever's going on in our lives. Absolutely. More so than having to crunch at the last minute before I come <laughs> over here, trying to look up who, who went where in baseball over the off season. Cause I don't remember anything. You mean, you mean, you mean, as we start talking, pull up, pull up power rankings on your phone and start <laughs> reading the little things that they have underneath. Yeah. No, I don't ever do that. Yeah. I'm always fully prepared for everything on this podcast. <clears throat> you are, you, you, you have shown me your rundown and on four hours on Sunday prep. Mm-hmm. Four hours on Monday, six hours Tuesday, the day before. You got to really put the work in. And then a couple hours uh, the day of. And uh, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Not a lot of sleep. Not a lot of sleep, but that's all right. You know, it's, 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 it's all about the game, man. You know what I mean? You got to put the work in. You want to be on top. You got to put the work in. Yep. And we are on top. I'll tell you that. what a studio we have in here <laughs> studio slash art center for my wife. <laughs> hey, we can we can talk sports. We can make T-shirts. We can do anything you want. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I but I, I don't know what else there is to do except uh, let everybody know that Taylor Tomlinson next week the newest Netflix special. Look at you. Um, 
That's great. That's the name. Oh, I thought you were telling me I did something good. Mm-hmm. Uh, also that. Well done. Double well done, time. by the way. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All of a sudden, we're we're in Antarctica or, or something like that. I didn't know where the frozen tundra is. Oh, no. It's Green Bay. <laughs> frozen tundra. Double frozen tundra of double Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> what's the Mount Rushmore sandwiches? No burgers, no tacos, no burritos, no hot dogs. Here. We're going to call it sandwiches too, because I think we've done that before. <laughs> sandwiches too. But this goes perfect with, because you know what? We are going to have two different, it might be similar, but I'll bet you each, if I find that, if we did do it, I'm going to go back and find out, and we're going to have different ones this time. I, I'm interested to find out. That'd we are soon. we are six months older and more mature than the first time <laughs> we did this. <laughs> Uh, if we did see i keep looking around i'm like oh let's do the mount rushmore of glass <laughs> let's do the mount rushmore of 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 backpacks um spun stained uh for glass by the way yes um I don't know. spun glass oh. spone what does that mean no idea uh, blown, what about gla- blown, blown glass? glass yeah i'm a big blown glass kind of yeah, guy. yeah 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 also don't know what that means yeah uh tempered Tempered glass. Yeah, I like the tempered. They call it double pane. Double pane Listen. is always good. Yep. Um, featured in uh, Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Double pane soundproof glass. That's right. No way that neighbor heard that screen. Whatever it was. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Jim Carrey. All right, man. Oh, quick. Go. Right before I came here, I saw on whatever it was, Facebook, something, a picture that Tommy Davidson posted of he and jim carrey together yesterday help me out here help me out help me out on this um it's probably i i feel like i i feel like the way you just brought this up i should know who tommy davidson is tommy davidson uh comedian actor was on in living color with jim carrey oh um, yeah he's been on wild and out before oh right. by the way wild and out is also one of my top three favorite shows. This time I wish that it would come on Netflix. Not season Netflix. like 18 or 19 or something now, dude. Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out is hilarious. 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 Justina Valentine, killer. She's a she's a boss on that thing, man. She's my favorite person on there. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh anyway, that was just cool because I in Living Color, they worked together on that. And, yeah. uh, oh, and he was also in Ace Ventura 2, Tommy Davidson yeah. was. He was one of the villains. He always played like the geeky guy, right? He had glasses, a little kind of a little guy. A lot of times. Yeah, scrawny guy. Yeah, yeah I didn't talk about yeah. Yeah. I didn't yep. talk about Nice. Yeah, that's uh, the old Living fun. Color days, man. That was be, fun for me. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so there you go. So Jim Carrey, Tommy Davidson, uh, uh, Taylor Tomlinson, and uh, the Mount Rushmore of sandwiches. Until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on. Let me know before I turn this off. <laughs>